supposed to be how how we gonna get our career how we gonna make relationships how we gonna get to the next level how 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 instead of just living it i just want to live today can y'all live with us today live with us doing the whole most most, i'm gonna give y'all brains a break today and so we could just chill and laugh and have fun yes okay so um should we just start it off with the questions? Right. Hey, you know what? I'm gonna try this. Okay, I didn't even read this through, but I was looking for a brain teaser. I've been looking for a brain teaser for like a long time for this podcast. So both me and you guys are gonna try it out before we get into our little question questions. Okay, 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 okay. So imagine. Y'all imagine. Y'all don't be looking at this screen. Okay. Close your eyes if you're not on the road, if you're at your desk, you know, or maybe not at your desk. You don't want your manager passing you by. Okay. And okay. Imagine you are suddenly walking in a forest. You're on a path that winds its way through the trees. Okay. Look at the trees. Are they organized in a pattern? Or are they just spread around without without any patterns? Just in chaotic form. That's it? No, of course. Okay. Don't answer yet. Okay. And just imagine what time of day it is. Is it nighttime or is it daytime? Is the path wide, narrow, well traveled, or hardly seen? You continue to walk on the path when you suddenly see a key lying on the ground. What does that key look like? Old or new? Big or small? What do you think it unlocks? Do you pick up the key or do you leave it there? You continue to walk along the path when suddenly you see a bear approaching, freeze the image in your mind and look at it. Is the bear menacing or friendly? Does it scare you? How big is the bear? The bear vanishes into the woods and you continue on your path. Suddenly you see an urn standing in the middle of the path. Do y'all know what an urn is? Neither do I. <laughs> <laughs> I want to say what it is. I don't know. Ooh, I want to go. Let me Google this real quick. What's the urn? What's the urn? See, y'all can't be just throwing in words like that. Yeah, yeah. So, vase. It's a vase that they put. It's a vase. Yeah. 
A tall, rounded base with a base. Like and often a steam, especially used for storing ashes of. Yep, a female. Y'all see a urn, girl. I don't know what this is going to. Okay. <laughs> I saw a bear. A key, a bear, an urn. Okay, okay. We learned something new today. Did you not know what an urn was? Okay. Um, you pass the. Oh, <laughs> you see a urn standing in the middle of the path. Descri <laughs> describe the urn. What is it made of? As you approach the urn, is there something inside of it? What is it? You pass the urn, and the path continues for a moment, for a few moments, ending at a house. What kind of house is it? Big or small? From inside the house, you hear a man raving. He sounds deranged. And he keeps screaming for you to unlock the door and let him out. He sounds quite insane, but he pleads with you to open the door. Do you open the door for this man? Suddenly, everything becomes white. You are no longer on the path. You are no longer anywhere. Everything is white around you and featureless. You don't know where you are. If you walk, nothing changes. You shout, but no one hears. Everything is the same, no matter what you do, or for how long you do it. What do you do? Do you give up and stay in the same place? Do you continue exploring and try to find ways out? Although nothing succeeds, how long do you keep trying if there are no results and nothing changes? All right, guys. <laughs> oh my god. Okay, I want to hear y'all's answers. Okay. Ooh. What was y'all's first answer for the question one? Look at the trees. Were they organized or in a pattern? Or what did y'all see when y'all looked at the trees? <laughs> I couldn't my imagination is based off the things that I've already seen. So for me, I just imagine like I was on a drive to Indiana. I could see all these random trees. It was kind of random for me. It was okay. like short trees, small trees, small trees, you know, okay. Christmas type trees, you know, oh, rich okay. trees. You know. Same. Same for you? Exactly. There was no organization. The organization was just like, I was in a forest and it was just something that God had created. It wasn't any, forgive my voice here, I'm a little hoarse. But yes, there was no specific uniform. The trees were not in rows for me. It's just, but it was really beautiful. It was just like, I was in a naturistic, you know how when you go on hikes and the trees are just mm -hmm. scattered around. So, yeah. Okay. So from y'all's answer, <clears throat> I couldn't even visualize this because I was talking. Was so from y'all's answer, y'all follow along. If the trees were organized, then so are you. So y'all ain't organized. <laughs> <laughs> you crave order and logic in yourself, even if you don't always get it. A haphazard pattern of trees can indicate that these things are less important to you and you are more concerned with the essence of things rather than how they are presented. And that's really what I, I don't care about. <laughs> I'm just like, my whole thought was, how do the trees get there? Like, who? Yeah. <laughs> you know, I'm thinking other things. Right. I was just finding the beauty in it. I love that. That's cool. Wow. Okay, did y'all imagine it to be day or nighttime? It was day for me. It was evening for 
You left Mine it there? kind of old. And then I did. I left it there. Y'all both left it there? I, I know I would have picked up the key. I did. Bruh, what? I want to know what this means. I was sitting in the house and it was right. going crazy. I was like, Ooh, man, I should have got out of there. To the key. <laughs> right, y'all. Yeah, I know I would have picked it up, y'all. This is crazy. Okay, okay. So, the key represents your desires, Ooh. Ooh. whether work related or personal. It represents a promise or threat, something unknown that could be either the gateway to your dreams or open something you'd rather remain lost. The age, really? the age of the key may indicate how old this dream of yours is. Wow. An ornamental key may hint at opening up treasures and unknown goods that you come. What's this mean? That you that you covet. An ancient key may indicate that you long for something surprising. Ooh, I think I saw an ancient key. Some treasures to change your your life. The larger key, the more you wish from it and hope from it will bring you, the more hope it will bring you. Smaller keys may mean unfulfilled desires or more practical modern goals. Modern keys may indicate your desires are relatively new from recent years. Your choice of taking the key with you or leaving it behind tells us if the key represents a desire ooh, or a threat to you. If you have things you'd rather stay hidden, a key may be a threat, mm-hmm. and you leave it there. Mm-hmm. If your desires are, desires are stronger than your fears, oh, that's me, y'all. <laughs> you will pick it up and take it with you. Which I love this. That's crazy. All right, guys, this is where it gets crazy and we run into a bear, okay? Is the bear menacing or friendly? Does it scare you? How big is the bear? Okay, <laughs> so what was y'all's view of the bear? Wait, let me first tell y'all what the bear represents. No, y'all tell me what y'all view as the bear first, and I'll tell you what the bear represents. Mine was, it was not, it was friendly. Ooh, got a friendly bear. So it was just, I was looking at me, I was looking at me. Yeah, well, I'm not gonna lie. I saw the bear and I was like, it's time for me to go. <laughs> but he wasn't trying to attack me or anything, but and I didn't run from it, but I was, I did get like, ooh, like bear. Slowly walk this way. <laughs> like, if my, I was really trying to put myself in a real life situation. Like, mm-hmm. if I was outside hiking and I saw a bear, y'all, uh, time to go. So I guess it did. It was more of a, of fear reaction. Bears are bad. Like, yeah, no, bears are bad. I teach science and we talk about bears and what bears can do with people. And so I was just like, bears can run up 35 hours, I mean, 35 miles per hour. And they climb trees. They climb trees. They are uh, 10 feet tall. I'm just putting all these factors in. They weigh, um, like, they weigh a lot. Like, almost half a car or if not the same size as a car. So I was putting all these Practical factors when She's I was really thinking about it. Like, uh, was like, okay, time to go. <laughs> Mine was a small, friendly one. But knowing that I saw a small, friendly one, I was like, the mama must be somewhere. <laughs> so let me just pick up the pace. <laughs> like, I'm not going <laughs> to explore this, okay? Oh, it's cute. Okay. You don't need to take it. Yes. Take it on iPhone. That's that's real. That's 
Okay. Okay, that's Ooh. Okay. So the bear represents your problems and challenges in life. The more menacing the bear, the more worried you are about life's problems. If the bear is all claws and sharp teeth, if it is running at you crazy with anger and brains, then that is how you may feel about your problems. Being attacked by them as they seem invincible and scary and out to get you. If the bear is just a bear, walking in the woods, you may feel your problems are not a large threat and can be dealt with. If the bear is friendly, you may feel like you are in control of your problems and usually come out the victor. How y'all feel about that? It doesn't seem like none of y'all's bears are just crazy. No, no, no. I wasn't getting attacked by nothing. <laughs> he was just over there. I saw him and I'm like, y'all need to go to another way. That's good to I didn't know. run from him or anything. The size of the bear is in direct relation to how big you, you perceive your problems to be. I it was big as hell. You know, because sometimes I, I may deal with some issues that are, you know, maybe big. Uh-huh. But you, y'all know me and I'm always like, okay, I, I try to find the, the, the good or, you know, every, I feel like, you know, how Marie Forleo said everything is figured out. Yes. So I was just like, okay, this is cute for the moment, but we're just going to keep it, you know, because I know it could be bigger than what it, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's that's true. That's very true. Okay, let's go on to the urn. Okay, okay, okay. My urn was so weird. <laughs> <laughs> Describe the urn. What is it made out of? If you approach the urn, is there something inside of it? <gasps> what is it? Greenish color, girl. <laughs> I think mine is that because the picture that we just looked up on Google. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. hours But <laughs> it was blue, greenish. Uh, what was it, was it made out of? It was that color. What was yeah, it made out of? It's like that one, too. <laughs> hey, at least y'all, but that might say something because there's multiple urns on there. Y'all it just picked the blue one, right? Okay, so what, what is it made out of? I'm guessing that, yeah. Ceramic type material, I mean, whatever that was. Right? <laughs> I'm just like, they, they saw a picture. Y'all, y'all don't know what we're talking about. We Google a picture. Well, tip Google the picture of urns because we know what that was in one of our stories. And then all the Google images came up, and we, it was like five, six different images. And Kobe and I we gravitated without yes. talking amongst each other mm-hmm. to the same exact image. So that's what they're talking about. <laughs> it's definitely like just dirt in my. Oh, mine was. There's dirt in yours? That's how I got it. Because we, we did figure out that it was for cremation. So maybe yeah. that's probably why I know, it was tied like, to it for you. Yeah. What was in your urn? So mine is weird. I had like this golden magical. She got yes. She got golden. It was like this serum, this. Super magical, it was like sparkling golden. Like it was a drink, but I ain't drink it though. It was like, do not mean a temptation. Okay, I was like, this for cremation, but why is like this golden? It was like a genie type deal when you opened it. I was like, okay, I like that. Oh, I want to know what this thing is. Okay, 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 okay. Okay, we're going to the urn. The urn is traditionally a symbol of your ancestry. Mm. Ooh, I got it. 
Hey, it may represent your parents, grandparents. <laughs> Y'all want that nice blue? That's beautiful. Or the grandparents, or the connection you feel to the generations that came before you. Y'all don't know this, but Kobe looks exactly like her great great grandmother. Like the exact image. I was shook if when I saw this picture. I was shook at that picture. You showed like the world. We have to post this. We have to post this. We must. We a huge connection. Okay. If the urn is large, ooh, I didn't even ask y'all that. Was y'all's urn large? No, it was a normal urn. Like, the size of the picture. medium. Okay. If the urn is large, this connection to your parents or previous generations looms large in your life, and vice versa. If it is small, the material it is made of may indicate how far away you feel from these past generations. So I'm glad it's not that big. <laughs> An ancient urn may indicate you feel far removed from them, while a newer urn made from modern materials may, may mean they still have relevance in your in the present. So that's good. Y'all have no... That's in between. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Whatever is in the urn represents what you feel you have in connection with these past generations. Some do not see anything in the urn, which means that although... They may appreciate the connection. They do not feel it has much to offer them at, at present. Some see water in it and even drink it. Mm. Symbolizing there is still something to be gained from these connections. What water also changes and so water also changes and so increases the amount of relevance the urn has to you. Some people see sand, which means that the urn still has relevance, but not much stagnant and old it is out of touch with your present situation if you see living things in the urn then the connection is very much relevant and the type of animal or plant you see beautiful threatening or helpful will tell you what kind of connection it is i think i saw (laughs) things moving i'm not sure i mean if i saw a lizard walk out the urn But if it was a beautiful snake flower or a plant or something, oh, like that really right? Okay, this is getting weird. Okay, <laughs> so, okay, you pass the urn and the path continues for a few moments and you got a house. Okay, what kind of house is it, big or small? I ain't gonna lie, it looked like <laughs> it was not the cutest house. <laughs> it was like a house you see off of the beloved. It was like this little small. <laughs> Well, it was a shack type home. It was very small. Ooh, this is scary. Okay. I'm scared. <laughs> I'm scared. What was your psycho? Like, oh, it was yeah. modern. It was a modern house, like a okay. modern wooden, you know, cabin oh, looking cute. house, but it was still small. It was, it was small. small. What was yours again, Jack? It was just like this small, it wasn't fancy, it was like, it was not pretty at all. Oh, right, the thing. I'm home. <laughs> okay. The house represents both the unknown and, for some people, the size of their dreams. A big, fancy house may point to bigger dreams of wealth and prosperity, whilst a smaller house may point to less desire and of people more willing to take what life gives and make peace with it. That's pretty good. Okay, this is like the last, well, two questions. Okay. Okay. This is where it gets weird. 
From the inside of the house, you hear a man raving. He sounds deranged, and he keeps screaming for you to unlock the door and let him out. He sounds quite insane, but he pleads with you to open the door. Did y'all open the door for this man? <laughs> yes. You did? I, mean, I want to see what he looked like. I just want to see what he Sometimes you hear people's voices, and it doesn't match what they look like. I was just curious. I'm like, I want to see. I want to know. Why? I love that. How about you? He tried to save you. He tried to save him? Okay. I want to tell y'all. Okay. <laughs> okay, I want to tell y'all what happened last night. Okay. Y'all. Okay, I don't know if I should say this later or right now. Well, I'll say it now. Okay, so I was driving to the gym. But, like, I was on 518, like, coming from the old Kroger. Mm-hmm. And so I was driving, and then I see this man on the side of the road, and people are swerving out his way. It looked like he was about to jump in front of the car. Oh, it ends his life. So I was, like, freaked out. So I was, it was, like, an older black man. Mm-hmm. And so I turned around, because mm-hmm. I was, like, I don't know what to do. Like, I can't have this man killing somebody. I mean, killing himself. And then somebody had that on their conscience that they actually killed a man, too. So yeah. I was like, okay, let me go over there. I was like, I don't know what to do. <laughs> let me just go over there. Mm-hmm. And so I went over there, and I saw the man, but this guy has, like, his hand in his pocket behind his back. So I don't know what he has with him. Mm-hmm. And so I see this other man, too, in a car with a, a woman. And so I see him looking at the man, too. So I was like, I rolled the window down. I was like, hey, are you worried about this man, too? It was a black man. Yes, black man. He worried. He was. Mm-hmm. And so it was his daughter that was essentially in the car. Mm-hmm. So I parked. He put he um, put on his emergency lights. He's like, he looks a little drunk, but I don't want to call the cops on him. Yeah. And we're, I was like, I don't want to call the cops on him either because he's a black man. Yeah. And so he so he's like, can you just please watch my daughter um, mm-hmm. while I go talk to this man? Like, he approaches him really. He, this guy was literally risking his life because we didn't know what was in his hands he had his hands pocket behind his back he was walking up to him slowly and so what ended up happening was the the man ended up just like talking to him making sure he was all right and he with him talking to him it seemed like he calmed the situation down like he wasn't trying to go into the like jump into the street he got on the sidewalk he said he just gave the man ten dollars so hopefully that you know excuse him to wait to go buy something instead of like ending his life or whatever he was about to do. But that just made me feel two types of ways. I cried because I was like, I hope this guy, like this guy's lost. It looked like he was about to commit suicide. So I was sad on that part. But I was also very excited about someone else who was like, I want to make sure this man is okay. Went out their way because it was like, we had to go all around like through the neighborhood to get back to this man. And I was just happy they were there because I didn't know what to do by myself as being a woman. Exactly. young woman and this man was here a black man was there to you know have compassion for his fellow brother and i just like overwhelmed with like joy of just this goodness in the world but also sad because this guy he was going through it but that's this when they said this man was raving and made me think like what would you do i think that when i was listening to it like i was not trying to let him like i was so scared for my own safety that I just like was there. I don't think I let him out. Um, but it's weird because yesterday I still stayed in the car, but there was a man there to help me. Yeah, you know. You know what? Ooh. 
you know, to think about that. I'm all the wood by myself as an old man. I'm a woman. Right. Girl, but let's see what it says. All right. Sorry, I went on a little tangent there, but I just felt like it was so relevant. So, the shrieking madman represents your trust in other human beings. Your decision to open the door indicates you are more willing to help others, although you may pose a threat. They may pose a threat to you. If you decide not to open the door, it means past experience with others has taught you caution. You are not quick to expose yourself to danger or strangers, nor do you trust them. Yikes. All right, the last question, guys. I know this is long, but isn't it fun? <laughs> okay, so I'm gonna replay the scenario. It says suddenly everything becomes white. You are no longer on your on the path. You are no longer anywhere. Ooh, everything is white around you, featureless, and you don't know where you are. If you walk, nothing changes. You shout, no one hears. Everything is the same, no matter what you do or for how long you do it. What did y'all do? Did y'all give up or stay in the same place? Did y'all continue exploring to try to find ways out, although nothing succeeds? How long do you keep trying if there are no results and nothing changes? Tell me, Jasmine. <laughs> what was it like, y'all? Personally, I was thinking about, you know, you know, Psychoids and asylum is padded white walls. Uh -huh. I was like, dang, this is like symbolic uh, to that. But then I, I will say that I did not give up. I just kept, honestly, I was praying. I kept calling mm -hmm. on God and um, yes. I just kept staying as optimistic as I could. And when it said you scream, no one hears you, you explore, but nothing happened, everything just stays the same. I just, I wouldn't, I refuse to believe that. I kept saying, like, I'm going to get out of this. And I feel like, even though it said it changed, nothing changed, in my mind, I found that we stayed. Yeah. And I got out of it. It was like, I was back in the forest again. Okay. Yeah. Yes. People may tell you that there's no way, but you got to find a way out of no way. With God by your side, anything is truly possible. Because one thing I just kept thinking of, I kept thinking about all of y'all smiling faces and all my family. Mm -hmm. Like, I just kept saying, it's, that's not the last time I'm going to see my people again. <laughs> like, I got to go home to them. I got to go see my people. Hey, that's that's beautiful. How about you, Kobe? For me, it's almost kind of like a dream. Like, mm -hmm. I was like, is this heavy? Is this heavy? Mm -hmm. I don't know. It's just... Well, a little mystical to me, but I didn't. I didn't give up. I kept trying to find a way out, but I don't know. I don't know for how long. Okay, skipping down kind of fast, so I don't know if it was. Mm. Okay, this is what it says. Like a mystery. Mm. It says the white where nothing changes represents death. I didn't Ooh. mean to take that turn. I didn't know, y'all. <laughs> it can also represent the lack of change. Most people begin by looking around and trying to find a way out. However, some do not and merely accept the situation of no change. Those that, those that accept the new situation are resigned and accept that life will end and death is inevitable. On the other hand, it may just indicate they accept a life without change and are willing for it to stay the same, stay that way content with how it is. Those that fight, search, explore, and will not stop doing so are not ready to accept the concept of death or end of change. 
They want their lives to continue to evolve and are not ready to think of its ending. Y'all better not. <laughs> we staying alive over here. <laughs> Y'all, this is deep. It's so this deep. So deep. You send me this link. Yes, this I will. I like. So how'd y'all feel about that? Did y'all feel like, I mean, I don't know, <laughs> you know, how true this is, but how did y'all feel it was? I mean, y'all are the ones who, did y'all feel any connections? Y'all feel like it was off? How did y'all feel about it? I really, to me, I feel like I had a strong connection with the majority of the answers, even the ones that I feel like, like especially one about the dreams with the key, how I didn't pick it up, mm-hmm. and um, it just makes it, when it says it's like, make your dreams more realistic, and um, I felt like, you know, maybe that is the case, and there's some things that's in me that I may have just not been aware of, but when I really, when it put it into words like that, I really thought, and I could connect to it. majority of the thing. I feel like it could be some truth to, like, you know, mm-hmm. they're seeing these things symbolized. I don't know, I feel like I need to be a little prepped up more and up to it. I was <laughs> yeah. still kind of like, mm-hmm. you know, as you were saying the thing, like, what? I can't that Right? You know, just let my mind fully, you know, relax and go to, you know, the mm. place that you were trying to take us. But, you know, yeah. Wow. I feel pretty spot on. Like, I could see some of the things, like, some of the things I was trying to read. But definitely, like, the caution with people. Yeah. That, like, at first I didn't, I'm like, dang, I really didn't let this man out because I know, like, I'm a caring person. Mm-hmm. But I remember earlier today, oh, earlier yesterday, I went walking at Tom Bass before I went to the store and then went to the gym and I remember it was dark mm-hmm. and like the the park wasn't closed but I didn't even get to walk a full lap. I was like because I was scared of people hopping out, you know, <laughs> you know, here on the news, people getting killed walking, you a girl. And so like that caution is really there. But then when I'm thinking about even deeper, like even with like love and stuff like that, I'm very mm-hmm. cautious about the partners I let into my life. Yeah. People I let into my life, I'm like really cautious of it. So I feel like I'm a little trusting. I am pretty trusting, but there's a lot of caution that goes with it. Absolutely. So I think that was pretty. That was good. It was. It was really good. I love that. Yeah. Love so much. I'm glad y'all liked it. I hope you guys liked it. A little something to take you out your element, mm-hmm. to make you think and explore and imagine. Okay, guys. Well, now on to our next section of. Action all these questions. Action all these questions. Make it say. Make it say. A sword? What y'all know about that? Let's get it. Okay, Toby, you want to start off with yours? You want to start with mine? Like, let's get it. Yes, I can get it. I think, okay, my first one was what was your favorite childhood, you know, memory or experience? Ooh. Your favorite? (laughs) Oh my gosh. Yes. Favorite childhood memory. What pops into my head is me and my mom. My mom. Oh, I just love her so much. Like she took off like two or three months mm-hmm. when I was in elementary school to just spend time with me. Mm-hmm. Like we would go to like ride bikes to Challenger. This is school up the street. Like she was at every like little function we got made scarecrows in like the second grade fourth grade mm-hmm. i don't remember what you know it was an elementary school but i just remember riding my bike with my mom to school and around the neighborhood and like she we still do that to this day like 
That is a memory I just cannot get out. That's the first memory. <laughs> it's her taking off the, those few months to spend time with her baby girl and my brother too. I don't know where he was, but all I, I remember was me and my mom. <laughs> but yeah, oh, wow. For me, I remember my dad and I, he would always, my dad was like this huge workout fanatic. Like, he was fit, y'all. And oh, so he would like go to different parks around Houston and he would mm-hmm. always take me while he went and left. So I just remember always being outside with my dad. And we would go to McGregor Park. He's all and I would always be with him no matter where every time he went to work out, he was taking me with him. And so I just remember going on those little workout trips and I would see him working out and I'd try to do the thing. And he would like help me and let me do like two or three and make seem like I'm all strong with him. But so and then ooh, I remember it was this commercial. And I don't know what baby born. Y'all remember baby borns? It was like this little newborn baby. And uh, you can feed her and change oh, the yes, diaper and she yes. you give her the water yes. and she pees in the diaper. She cries. She yes. Cries. Yes. yes, I have one. I begged him for one for the longest. And then one day after school, he just surprised me with it. I like the most turned. <laughs> that thing came everywhere with me. I mean, we were trying to go to the store. And they be like, leave that thing at home. <laughs> like, nope, my baby got to come with me. So, That's yeah, that baby me. one when he surprised me with that. Yes. That is amazing. Oh, I love that thing. One <laughs> <laughs> of my memories that I really love was this time we drove to California. Drove. So we always travel. That's where my mom and her family has um, relocated for us. So all my mom's family is like from small town to Texas, but the majority of them have moved to California. Mm-hmm. So summers, we always go to California. Mm-hmm. And this one particular summer, she wanted to drive. And that drive, y'all, is like half a day. Like it's talk about road trip. Mm-hmm. Well, I think you know it's like a day. I think it's all like day. Yeah, it's a long. And like eight to twelve hours is just in Texas. But that made me kind of fall in love with just traveling and just taking the scenic routes. Jamar was like a tot, like a baby. Like I just remember him crying the whole time, <laughs> the whole time. Like, it stressed me out. Like, I had to take my car seat. You know, we watched Aww. the same movie, like, three or four times. Oh, y'all had no other movies. No other movies. It was the same. Like, he wanted to see the same movie. Oh. The same. Wow. <laughs> Babies are like that. But it was fun. It was fun. What would be your theme song? Like, if you were in the park right now walking, mm-hmm. what would be your theme song right now in this moment? Mm. <laughs> I don't know why this song is stuck in my head, but... I'm living my best life. No, that's what I don't know why I think it would have been. I don't know why Tank in the bangers, like mm. 
Mm-hmm. It's that um a song called Roller Coasters. Mm-hmm. It's so good. It's the autistic uh the autistic. Oh Lord, the how you say the acoustic? Acoustic, y'all. <laughs> Help me, Jesus. <laughs> acoustic um, from Tiny Desk concert. Take the Vegas roller coasters, mm-hmm. and it's just like beautiful, vibey. It's about love, just falling. Yes, yeah, just yeah. falling and flying and letting yeah. go. It's like that's beautiful. Was, that's how I feel. Like that's how I feel. Y'all go listen to that. It's just so such a beautiful song. And when mm-hmm. I first heard it, it was like when we finished our podcast last week. Mm-hmm. And um, I was on my way home in my car, and like I was in traffic. I was just like crying because I didn't expect this beautifulness to come <laughs> over me. And it was just like so freeing because it was like, I it was more of not even talking about a person. It was more thinking about God and, my, and me. Like mm. I have chosen to follow in, into God's will and just let it all go. Like that's a fear itself is letting it all go to God. Mm. And it's hard. Mm. So that, that, that's a good myself. So I ain't going to say the other one. <laughs> Whatever. It's affirmation time. It's affirmation time. It's affirmation time. So if this is your first time tuning in on the Soul Freedom Podcast, we always, 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 always end with positive affirmations. So what the heck is an affirmation? Affirmation is any positive or negative statement that you are using to transform your life. So are you transforming your life for the good? Or, or are you transforming your life for the demise? Mm. So, guys, even in the Bible, it states, let the weak say, I am strong. So, when you are feeling weak, you're not supposed to affirm you feeling no weak. You're not supposed to affirm you feeling sick and tired. You're not supposed to affirm you feeling poor. You're not supposed to affirm these types of things into your life. Instead, use your 24 hours to speak right, to speak wealth, prosperity places of thriving so pour all that up in your life and watch god's working work for all of you okay. watch god that would be the most magical thing <laughs> that would be the most magical twerk you've ever seen it was the most magical holiest twerk you've ever witnessed no watch god pour endless blessings in your life yes. so it's three of us and i'm affirming there's infinitely of however many is divinely meant to be out there so let's go ahead and share our positive affirmation i am ready she ready (laughs) (laughs) i am living a purposely and goal-driven life i am claiming victory over every obstacle that is in my Oh, I claim it. Yes. yes. All right, guys, y'all know where to follow us. We're on Instagram, we're on SoundCloud, we're on Apple Podcasts, we're on Google Play, we're on Twitter, we're on Facebook. Soul Feeling Podcast everywhere. If y'all could do us a solid and please subscribe and leave a review on Apple Podcasts because when you leave a review, our rankings go up. And when our rankings go up, that means more people get to hear all this goodness that they so fed. Don't be silly, y'all. But um, thank you for tuning in. We love you. Bye. Bye.